Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw Countout. Oh, you're back. Not quite. We're filming this a full month in advance, Larson, of uh, of it actually airing. Because I'm still in the UK. When is this airing? What day is this airing? 17th. Smackdown? July 17th? 17th, I think, is what I Yeah. Remember. Yeah, 17th. I've got... Just it's couple, airing today when it's on. A couple short days left in wonderful London. And uh, hopefully I'm having a good time. Hopefully I'm not dead. And uh, hopefully uh, I'll be coming back. I mean, if I do, big big change for your life. I feel like every intro we've done for these pre-tape ones, I've talked about me dying. Yeah. So hopefully that means I'm not going to do it. Um, so, anyways, uh, yeah, of course, this week we're taking them back. A, we're taking a look, look back, back at the year that has been so far, 2019. Roughly the first half, 2019. Mm, exactly. Yeah. And uh, counting down the best, and in some cases the worst of what's happened in 2019 so far. Important caveat. Yeah. This is not an authoritative review of the year 2019 because the entire year hasn't happened yet. No, this is that definitely you have to pay attention to the word so far. Yeah. So far. So far. There's plenty left in the year. Roughly from the, this air date, about five months. This this episode will have no legs and whatsoever. F- no, and five months from now, mm-hmm. then we will do the authoritative review of 2019. Here's the thing, though, is that we're talking about SmackDown and at least from now till October, this list will probably remain unchanged. SmackDown would be a damn wasteland the next three months. If things continue to go the way they have been, yeah, uh, then chances are like, what's the latest entry on this list? Isn't it like around Mania? It is. Has anything happened since then? April. April. Yeah. yeah April sixteenth. Because now SmackDown is just a raw recap show. Yeah. Nothing post wildcard rule has showed up on this list. Correct. So let's get right into it. Number ten. Ten. Roman Reigns debuts on SmackDown Live. So this is a uh, part of the Superstar Shakeup. They were yeah. advertising that uh, Vince McMahon himself was going to announce the greatest acquisition in SmackDown Live. History, yeah, um, and they, of course they wait till the main event segment of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, after much uh, pageantry, mm-hmm. uh, Vince announces that Elias. He never really gave his answer as to why it was Elias, did he? No, because it's kind of silly. 
Yeah, he hasn't won any titles. He hasn't done really much of anything except for. I mean, look, he's entertaining. He's yeah. good enough. Yeah. But he hasn't really done much. In any event. No, no, he hasn't. But uh, yeah, nonetheless, he is. They still call him the greatest act of the shit in SmackDown. That's pretty funny, yeah. Anyways, uh, there's a little bit of back and forth between Vince and Elias. And who walks out on the ramp? Burn Roman Reigns. That guy. Um, he comes to the ring. He talks a little trash. Superman punches Vince. Spears Elias. Declares SmackDown live his yard now. Yeah. And uh, we're off to the races with Roman Reigns being top guy on SmackDown. But wait. Hold on. As cool as a moment as this was, and anytime you get Roman Reigns punching Vince McMahon, uh, it's, that's a career peak for Roman Reigns as we've seen mm-hmm. um, in his career. Yeah. Uh, so he gets the, the, the loudest, the best reactions. Yeah. Uh, as we've seen since then, it's kind of been somewhat downhill with wild card rule. Uh, Roman's been on both brands. Actually, more feels like more <laughs> Raw than SmackDown. It does feel like he's been Roman more has been raw. on SmackDown in two weeks. Yeah, as of us shooting this. No, was, he wasn't on it last week. Also, no. Oh my gosh, he wasn't the on the SmackDown we were at. He wasn't there, and he wasn't. On oh, SmackDown that's this week. right. Neither oh Finn nor Roman. Gosh, yet Roman showed up on Raw. Yeah, the previous day. Anyways, this is month old news. Um, so it was a huge deal. We we kind of anticipated Roman making the shift over to SmackDown with Seth 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 being a Universal Champion. Uh, we kind of both figured they want to remove Roman from that equation altogether. So Seth didn't have to deal with the the, the looming shadow of Roman uh, at all. Right. And if you recall, the the one thing that I'd sort of pointed out and we both observed was that on SmackDown there really weren't there really wasn't anybody there for him to fight to his of his stature, you know, like all the big guys, Drew, Braun, Lashley, Baron, they were all on Raw still. And it turns out, at least as of now, he is going to be fighting a Raw superstar in Drew McIntyre at Stomping Grounds coming up this week as yeah. we film this. Yeah. Um, so that kind of, you know, thanks to the wild card rule, that problem was solved. But uh, that just ends up convoluting everything yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, the wild card rule may solve that problem, but it creates whole bevy of other issues it was a wonderful debut though it yeah. was a really special moment him superman punching vince mcmahon that was awesome yeah and uh for that one moment anyways we thought things might be kind of cool with roman on smackdown with their uh superior creative uh, uh abilities over there yeah and now that's all been yeah since then road dogs left uh, if if dude calling into wade keller shows me believe <laughs> Two writing staffs now become one writing staff. Yeah. Wild card rules in effect. Mm-hmm. Vince still out of touch. <laughs> it's not. A, it's not a healthy brew. No. It to, isn't. to 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 lead to interesting, uh, creative, uh, and, and good storytelling on my WB wrestling programming. Sadly not. So let's move on. Number nine. Nine. The hotel match. Steve loves this between Mandy Rose and Naomi. It was less a match and more a brawl. Yeah. So I let's like set to call this up. it a match. This is great. Let's set this up. So uh, early on this episode, this happened on the uh, January 15th edition of SmackDown Live TV. Uh, Mandy had been kind of flirting with Jimmy Uso. Of course, mm-hmm. Jimmy is married to whom? Naomi. Naomi. So early in this episode, uh, Jimmy is presented with a box. And his brother's like, open it. They're, they're, doing a, they're doing a photo shoot. Yeah. And he says, yeah, open it. And it's like a hotel room key. Yeah. And then wasn't there like a little note with yeah. it saying, basically, I'll just break it down, uh, paraphrasing, I want to smash. Heart Mandy. Heart Mandy Rose. Mandy yeah. R. And, uh, and the other Uso was like, Jay, yeah. you, should, you should go do that. And he's like, you want to get in on this? Maybe I can get a three-way with him or something. And then it'll be a four-way. And it'll be like, brothers. And it'll be cool. 
they didn't say any of that stuff, but he was like, what are you going to do? And he's like, I don't know. And so uh, then later on, uh, was it Jimmy? Jimmy yeah, right? Jimmy. Jimmy shows up in the room and she's there and she undresses and she's fully naked. And he's like, whoa. You're rebooking this whole thing. We can't really do this. And she's like, oh no. And then they just start smashing on TV live. It's crazy. Naomi comes in. She gets involved. No. Uh, he's like, listen, we can't. She un- undresses. She's she takes got off her room. She's got some lingerie on. Yes. Right. And uh, it's like, actually, it was more, it was less revealing than what her ring attire totally, is. Totally. Which is totally fine. Jimmy's like, wow, we can't really do this. And then from nowhere, a photographer no, shows up. from the bathroom. Up. From the bathroom. Sorry. Yeah, from the bathroom. That's what I call my bathroom. Nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> a photographer shows up, snaps a picture, runs away, even though, like, there's a cameraman literally filming this somebody documenting the whole the entire time it's on tv it's yeah. completely and totally ludicrous make any sense and uh and so she's like i never really w-. and like they even brought their acting chops down a couple uh, levels for this yeah i didn't really want you jimmy i just want to ruin your marriage or something like that oh but, really yeah and uh, he she says, like, I, she says, I despise your wife. And he goes, mm, my wife, my wife. OK, mm. he leaves. And then Naomi uh, shows up and she's got she, she like did some sort of hockey glove throwing down like, maneuver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then attacked Mandy. Oh, the brawl was great. And it was an amazing brawl. It seemed really stiff and, 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 and real heartfelt. Yeah, it culminated with uh, Naomi being tossed over a chair by Mandy Rose. She flees. Oh, sorry, microphone. She flees. Yeah. And then Jimmy tends to his wife make sure she's okay yeah it was really terrific it was it was it was maybe the worst best worst segment of smackdown live all year mm-hmm. yeah. it's definitely up there it was it was it was not very good but also wonderful yeah it was awesomely bad yes is what it was yes wildly entertaining which is more than anything what i want for my wrestling uh programming yeah and they've to be to be fair like even through this even though she hasn't been on tv quite as much they have actually done a pretty good job with uh with Manny Rosen and Sony Deville mm-hmm. to this point, they get they're going to do the thing with Ember Moon right mm-hmm. now, which is probably playing out or has been played out already by the time yeah, they're watching yeah, yeah. this. But uh, they've been they've been doing a decent job of keeping those two, keeping them alive. Anyways, yes, yes. a lot of people have been like Naomi. I don't know. Last time we saw Naomi uh, on Raw, she was backstage with uh, Natalia this past oh, week. Oh yeah, going over the Bailey tweets. Yeah, briefly. She needs, she needs to be utilized yeah utilized more. a lot more. And Usos have been you know they're in a feud with the revival. Well, they're all over the place. Yeah, and it's great, great to see them. Yeah, great. They're, they're perpetual wild cards. Yes. Number eight. Eight. R-Truth wins U.S. title. Has two matches. Yeah, has two matches. Defends U.S. title after winning U.S. title. So uh, earlier this year, maybe late last year, uh, he and Carmella started up a seven-second dance break. Yeah, wildly over. Yeah, wildly popular. And that seemed to kickstart a bit of a career resurgence for R-Truth. Um, and then on the uh, January 29th episode, the uh, episode of SmackDown following the Royal Rumble, uh, R-Truth somewhat shockingly won the U.S. title from Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, it's kind of a weird finish where he counters a landslide, rolls up. Seemingly, Nakamura kicks out right at three. Mm-hmm. But Kyoto's hand already hit the mat. Uh, he declares R-Truth the winner. Yeah. Uh, R-Truth uh, starts to celebrate after the confusion simmers down a wee bit. Um, and then Rusev comes out immediately and immediately challenges R-Truth to a U.S. title match. Uh, R-Truth accepts. He wins that one, too. And what follows is a pretty entertaining program uh, with R-Truth as U.S. champion where he comes out. He brings back the U.S. Open Challenge, says he wants to be like his childhood hero, John Cena, uh, and have the U.S. Open Challenge. Uh, wildly entertaining stuff. And uh, it really did kickstart 
what we see now from R-Truth with the 24-7 title. R-Truth, great wrestler, funny dude. His comedic timing is top-notch. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's been a joy to watch him have a more prominent role on WWE television in 2019. And the shocking thing was when uh, he won the title from Nakamura and then Rusev came down, you and I think probably both thought, oh, that was just a silly transition to get the title onto Rusev now. Yeah, no, that didn't work and out. And no, it didn't. It, it, Rusev still lost the match. It was, it was very cool to see R-Truth. R-Truth seems to be getting a lot more. They're, they're giving him the ball a lot more. There does mm-hmm. seem to be a greater appreciation for the, the width and breadth of his career yeah. and what he means to the WWE. And I know, like, if if SmackDown on Fox wasn't going to be a thing, I really doubt this ever would have been the case. But tell me the crowd wouldn't be totally and completely behind one last big push for R-Truth. If he transitioned to, like, a serious thing for that world title, the crowd would get behind oh, that yeah, 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 a, yeah. a million times over. It's not going to happen. SmackDown on Fox are going to only feature A-listers for that world title. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with the way the world title and the universal title scene have been compared to each other, that's something I think really could have been cool and the mm-hmm. crowd would have eaten it up. Oh, yeah. They would have loved every second yeah. of it. Um, one kind of weird thing that happened after this R-Truth U.S. title win is that uh, Nakamura and Rusev, Decide to kind of band together at first to reclaim U.S. title for themselves. That was weird. And then that kind of awkwardly transitioned to them in a tag team. But then they haven't been on TV pretty much since WrestleMania. Yeah. Save yeah. for uh, uh, Super Showdown. Yeah. Now, uh, we have, hopefully this is happening by now, but Nakamura versus Finn Balor was the dark match we got to see. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely a feud I'd love to see for the Intercontinental Championship. Definitely. definitely. Hopefully it happens. And hopefully our truth has, has at this point gotten that 24 7 title back because he really is the perfect 24 7 champion. Oh, he's great. He's fantastic. absolutely, yeah. absolutely the, the best. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Moving on. Number seven. Seven. Andrade and Ray steal the show. This happened on the January 15th edition a SmackDown Live. This is the, their first one-on-one match following a tag match. I believe that was Ray and Mustafa Ali against Andrade and I don't remember Andrade's partner. Joe. 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 It was Joe. That was really good. That was a bit of a teaser what to expect from this Andrade-Ray feud. And wow. Boy, this lasted... Uh, Up and almost till WrestleMania. Yeah. And uh, we were hoping for like one big definitive blow-off. Which we was hoping for a mask versus hair match. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But apparently Andrade, I mean, that's one of the bigger stories to come out of, especially this year. After hearing last year that Andrade really wasn't happy in the WWE, Vince really seems to have taken a liking to him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and everybody in the locker room apparently really has taken a liking to him. Mm-hmm. And it, show, it, it showed a little bit with this uh, fairly high profile. Like, they gave these matches a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, they let them do crazy things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it really did steal SmackDown for that period of time when they were putting on match after match yeah, after match. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the first time we ever saw a Canadian Destroyer on WWE television. That was shocking. That was yeah, absolutely that shocking. Yeah, was really shocking. Yeah. And became a, a normal thing mm-hmm. with these uh, Ray-Andrade matches because for several weeks, like I said, between here and uh, late January, 
or sorry, mid-January leading up to Mania, they had matches on a regular basis. And they briefly did try to give it some story. Andrade said something about wanting to uh, expose the legacy of yeah. Ray or something like that. And, you know, Andrade started, you know, doing some of Eddie Guerrero's mannerisms and moves. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to, you know, add some heat to the feud. But it didn't really... This is one of those feuds that, that the story could just be told entirely in the ring. Yeah, I agree. Because, um, yeah, beyond just doing, like, the destroyers and stuff, power bombs off aprons, uh, Rana's off off the apron, out of the ring. That's all sorts of crazy, great, great action. Um, and, you know, since then, Ray's over on a, a Raw now. Andrade looks to be getting into a feud with uh, Apollo Crews. All this may have already, uh, you know, been in full gear by now. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of a bummer we didn't get that, that blow off, especially at WrestleMania. Well, we also sort of saw it going in the direction of maybe the U.S. title scene. Mm-hmm. Of course, Ray picked up the U.S. title and got injured, mm-hmm. but that had more to do with Samoa Joe than anything. Um, and so it would be nice, honestly, it would be nice to see Andrade, what they could do with him in a title. Oh, heck yeah. Um, we saw him challenge uh, the Demon Balor at uh, Super Showdown. However, we all knew where that was going to go. Yeah. It would be nice if they maybe if they circled back around to that mm-hmm. um, because that'd be fun to see. Uh, but uh, yeah, in any event, Andrade really put his mark on the map there uh, in 2019 with the with this Ray oh, Mysterio yeah. series. Yeah, it definitely got a lot of eyes on on his immense talents. Mm-hmm, yeah, and of course Ray's great too. Yeah. Moving on, number six, six. Randy Orton, AJ Styles, WrestleMania promo. This is the height of simplicity, Larson. Yes. It was great. It just it was one match that had to that basically was built with a single promo. Yeah, it definitely was. It so. was two career paths that were diametrically opposed, yes. but landed in the same spot. Yes. And uh and and yeah, it, it all played out in one promo. It yeah, great. it did. Uh it's this this feud started at the at Fastlane this year. Uh and then the following SmackDown, I believe, uh, Orton comes out. And says while AJ was wrestling in bingo halls, shaking hands with his opponents, of course, in Illusion to Ring of Honor, um, and, and getting some sun in Florida with Dixie Carter, mm-hmm. Randy Orton was in the WB winning titles. Yeah. AJ comes out and he says, You couldn't cut it in the Indies. I'm proud to be from the independent uh, ranks. You couldn't cut it because all you do is pose and do a, a, a knockoff diamond cutter. That got the biggest ding reaction. Yeah. And then uh, Orton says, Sorry, AJ says, uh, Orton responds, uh, oh, you and your indie friends aren't above stealing things either and throws yeah, up a too sweet. Throws up a too sweet. Yeah. And then AJ says, well, all those indie guys, look around. Yeah. They surround you. They now. surround you. Aren't you scared of that? And then Orton says, uh, you know, this is my house. I've been here. You're paying rent. And rent is due, you son of a bee. <laughs> wow. I love, I, man, one of my favorite expressions in old 80s movies when people use the son of a B word because mm-hmm. it's, it's great. It's always so much stink to oh, it. Oh, and Kenny Omega says it better than anybody now. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does, he does. But Orton had a lot of stank to it here. He did. It was just a very, very simple promo from two guys who uh, have their own separate histories in pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, this is obviously a dream match. Like, who oh, would totally. want to see this? And, in fact, it ended up being a pretty good match. It was a good match at me, yeah. yeah. It was um, a really good match. And it culminates with AJ saying, you want me to pay rent? Let's do it. And he points to the mania sign. Um, it was the best promo work Orton d- had done in a long time. When yeah. Randy Orton's motivated and he's into the stories he's doing, he can do excellent work, as we saw with this. And uh, this one promo gave AJ a lot to sink his teeth into, and he Orton's, delivered. Orton's been taking time off, hasn't he? Yeah, we haven't seen him much lately. We have not seen him. 
Mm-mm. He wasn't at the SmackDown show Mm-mm. that we went to, Mm-mm. and a, yeah, Mm-mm. maybe he's gonna be the guy. You guys might know this by now. Maybe he's gonna be the guy that's gonna walk into my room. He did have a match against Alistair at a house show. That's right, and, and took the loss. There you go. Fight me. Fight. Sorry, I spit on you. Rain down on me. Sorry. Fight me. Give me what I, I want. I won't do the same to you because I'm. Give me what I want. Give me what I want, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Give me what I want. <laughs> Give me what I want, Steve. All right. Number five. Five. Daniel Bryan says, change it. Oh, man. Fix it. Fickle. Yeah. All that. Weak. Change it. Submissive. Change it. So the new Daniel Bryan. Impotent. Uh, sort of launched his speaking of the speaking yeah, yeah there, speaking, you, there go. you go uh, he should be going to RMs yeah anyways the new Daniel Bryan uh, sort of started his campaign of being the planet's champion uh, by uh, taking a tour around uh, the concourse of uh, whatever arena they were at yeah, I recall the on uh, the date of uh, January, January 8th. 8th boy they did a lot of cool stuff in January this year yeah they did uh, and uh, he started out much to my chagrin by trashing a hot dog and uh, throwing it at a guy. And, yeah. uh, well, and it is full of, of toxic nitrates. Oh, sure you, should, you should not eat nitrates. They're terrible for it's you. It's so delicious, though. It's so you delicious. You know, nitrate-free nitrate hot dogs taste just as good. That sounds boring and dumb. You know, night, there's not really... You know how many hot dogs it would take to actually affect you? It's a cumulative effect, man. No, it's not. Your body, your body washes all that stuff out, man. You'd like to think that's the case. It's true. I've read it. It's true. It's absolutely true. All You're right. totally fine. Anyways, Daniel Bryan. It tastes the exact same. Why take the risk, man? Daniel, because they don't taste the exact they same. They do taste the exact same. You ever had nitrate-free bacon and bacon with nitrates in it? It tastes the exact same. I don't think. I am a bacon connoisseur. Okay. It tastes the exact man, same. Man, look, can we just agree to disagree on this particular point? Sure. You put, sure. Agree. I'll agree that you can put poison in your body, and I'll choose not to. Charlie, can you just let me go yeah. to hell the way I want to? Sure. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Talk about Daniel Bryan, Larson. Oh, he's the best. So he was, uh, first he started out in front of a concession stand. So this is what you call concessions, mm-hmm. uh, serving you crap. And there's a guy in the background yelling something about chicken fingers, <laughs> chicken tenders, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Uh, he walks over to a couple of dudes eating hot dogs. He grabs a hot dog out of one dude's hand, says it's full of toxic nitrates that poisons your body. Uh, this is like AJ Styles. Uh, you eat it, and it tastes good at the moment, but makes you, leaves you feeling empty. Oh, no. It because makes me, it's empty. Makes me actually feel like I have a brick in me. Bloated. Yeah. Gassy. Yes. <laughs> and so he throws a hot dog at the dude. Moves on to the next person who's got a giant soda. He says, here, after you eat that hot dog, you wash it down with a, a huge glass of high fructose corn syrup. Mm, so good. Of course, inside is a plastic straw cup made of plastic poisoning the earth mm-hmm. um again like aj styles it's sweet it goes down easy but the end leaves you feeling what empty empty yeah. maybe gassy too because soda would give me the burps um and so he throws dumps the soda on the dude and throws the cup at him Rude. moves over the concession not sorry the uh, merchandise stand he says here next merchandise stand he says i'll take one yes movement shirt please and the guy does a really bad pantomime of looking yeah. around. He says, you know why there's no Yes Movement shirts? Because I killed the Yes Movement. It's dead. I ended it because I don't want to pollute the earth with this consumerism crap. And he says, oh, but look at this. And he picks up an AJ Styles glove. He's like, look at this. Just like AJ Styles, it looks cool, but it leaves you empty. Yes. And then he makes his way down to the arena, down the aisleway, through the crowd. And he says, I, I'm here to be the earth champion and I want to change it, but I need you to change too. You are all weak, you're all submissive, 
and you're all impotent. And so he starts yelling, weak, change it. <laughs> Submissive, change it. <laughs> impotent, change it. Guys, I'm not impotent. I'm, I'm, that's not me. I'm, no, I'm not that. Big portly fella. I know. And then he goes, woo. I know. He starts cheering. Man. This is when Daniel Bryan was on absolute fire dropping these promos. He got the great. town of Fresno to cheer for being the most polluted city in California. Oh, it was amazing. It was Man. fantastic, yeah. And, I mean, he's still doing really, really good work. Oh, he's yeah. a tag champion, and everything they give him, he runs with. They seem to really love Daniel Bryan. Um, but this promo right here, this segment right here, mm-hmm. was so wonderfully done. Uh, it just it absolutely took him to a new level. Oh, you could yeah. tell the dude was having so much. Oh, fun he was having with a it. blast this whole time, man. It was great. Oh, this is this is yeah. This is up in contention for me for promo of the year. He starts yelling, "Impotent, change it!" People, you just like that he threw a hot dog on the ground because hey, don't get me wrong. I love myself a good hot dog. Get out of here with that free hot dog. Get out of here. <laughs> nitrate free. You're so stupid. Sometimes. A nitrate-free hot dog. Oh my god, that stuff's terrible for you, man. Where do you? Yeah, but it tastes so good. There's no difference. Look, here's the thing: How many hot dogs do you think I eat in a week? I eat maybe one a month. Yeah, I know that. What's wrong with just a good, juicy, big-ass ballpark? Because there's no difference in flavor. (laughs) There is though. Let's, all right, we're going to do a blind taste test when you come back from vacation. I've had the hot dogs at your barbecues. I'm assuming that you're providing nitrate-free hot dogs at your barbecue. No, the ones- you're poisoning me. You invite me to your house and have me eat a nitrate-laden hot dog? Probably. You son of a bitch. I didn't buy them. Um, <laughs> we bought in bulk. It's hard to buy bulk uh, in bulk uh, nitrate-free. nitrate-free hot dogs. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. But what I'm buying for me and my family, yes. I- I've never heard of anybody dying of too many nitrates due to too many hot dogs. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Well, no, the most likely reason you'll die from eating too many hot dogs is Heart the disease. fact that they're just full of fat. Yeah. Oh, Saturated fat man. of that. And so yeah, fun. once in a while it's fine. Saying if you have an option. 
Why take the risk? They taste the exact the same. The risk? It's a hot dog. They You're taste crazy. The exact same. You're absolutely insane. Let's move Get on. Get some of that grass-fed beef hot dog. Mm. Score me stuff there. That's all good. Number four. Four. <laughs> Becky can't see John Cena. What is with his hair right oh, there? Oh, that's, that's, that's peak messed up hair Cena. That's, that's bedhead right there, that man. totally is. That's awesome. So Cena showed up on the, the, the New Year's Day edition of SmackDown to try to get some ratings for a holiday episode. Cause usually the ratings for those episodes are completely in the crapper. Uh, he shows up, drops a promo. Uh, the man, Becky, walks out. Becky Lynch and says, I, I'm guessing you were expecting a man to come mm-hmm. in and, and respond to you. Instead, you got the man. This was arguably Becky's peak of popularity. Oh, as hell well. yeah. Man. This was, she was huge. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, and, and she says essentially, hey, don't get my way, or Nikki Bella won't be the only person to drop you this year. Mm-hmm. Inferring that she's going to drop him with her hands. That was a killer line. And I John know. Cena, I don't know if he just been the acting lessons or if he legitimately didn't oh, know he that. He sold that perfectly. He sold it so well. It's so good. Smirk it on his awesome. face. Yeah. And then Andrade and Zelina Vega come out, uh, talk some crap. What was uh, Zelina wearing? Did you see what she was wearing? Well, it was for the New Year's. It's like a crazy, like. Yeah, yeah, it's like a little hat to wear for the New Year's. It was like she was swimming in a costume. It was weird. But the, the headgear, I'm sure that was for the New Year's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, nitrate free hot dogs. They serve them backstage, yay or nay? Backstage, oh, back in catering? Yeah. No, they don't care about it. They're like, no, they don't serve hot dogs in catering. Exactly. No That's way. Question. No way. Uh, but if they did, they wouldn't be nitrate free. I don't know. A lot of those restaurants are really, are really particular about what they put in their bodies. I just like that at some point you looked up. Do they make hot, not hot dogs without nitrates in them? Of course they do. There's like, you can pretty much get any processed meat product now without nitrates in it. Continue, Part of the processing. Anyway. Continue, please. Um, so there's a mixed tag match. Mm-hmm. Andrade and Zelina versus John Cena and Becky Lynch. And as one would assume... John Cena and Becky Lynch get the win. Yeah, sure. Afterwards, John Cena, suitably impressed by Becky's performance, uh, extends his hand and more. Like, I think he says, "Like, oh, you've convinced me." He does the John Cena passing the torch moment. Yeah, for, like he did with Finn. Also, yes, yeah. yes. So he extends his hand for Becky to shake it. So she at first does that, and then gives him the "You can't see me." Mm-hmm. Again, another smirk from John Cena. He's mm-hmm. been had. Yeah. Oh, you got me. You swerved me. And the man walks up stage. This is totally between. Like everything, the Raw before Survivor Series, when she got concussed and, and bleeding everywhere, um, up until like the Rumble, mm-hmm. that's, that was like peak Becky. Yeah, sure, yeah. And then they had to do this silly injury angle with her in the Rumble and leading out of it. There's a lot of limping around. Like they don't want to see Becky limping around. Yeah. They don't want to see Becky vulnerable. Yeah. They want to see her fight. And I understand maybe the idea was, well, we got to do a kayfabe injury so she really doesn't get hurt, especially what, what happened leading up to Survivor Series because yeah. we can preserve this main event match at Mania. I understand that. But it, the way they booked her story where she was barely on TV and she wasn't fighting at all, really, yeah, just put a real drag on her momentum. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And they haven't really learned anything from it because she's not really fighting a lot. No. They're doing this ridiculousness with Lacey Evans. Again, that's in the past. Um, well, one, well, maybe at this point. Now. Oh, my God. I hope it's in the past now. It's a month later. Yeah, you would think so, but you never know. This is WWE, man. They're still advertising that match for September. Yeah, I know. Clash of Champions. I know. This was a really fun moment, though. It was. It was really great. People were talking about it as it was happening on the Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Yes. It got high social media activity. Yeah. Is that a thing? Uh yeah, engagement. Engagement, that's the word I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, high social media. High that's engagement. one way to put it, sure. Yeah, activity. Engagement, that's the Engagement was high. That's the industry jargon, activity yes. Activity was high. YPMP. 
man. This is our fourth video today. We're a little goofy right now, aren't we? <laughs> a little bit. You know, we just spend the rest of the time talking about hot dogs. Yeah, let's do that. What's the best hot dog, Steve? Oh, oh man. Uh, dude, you know, I know you're going to you're gonna clown for this. Okay, right. so the best gourmet hot dog is that one I had. Where's that place in LA we went to? Remember, they had like mac and cheese on it. Holy crap. I think we went to some Machinima guys. I vaguely remember that. Okay. No, no, I'm talking best hot dog you go buy in the store. Man, you get the ones they serve at Costco, the Kirkland ones. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. I think those are Hebrew nationals. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I think they used to be. I don't know if they still are. Well, there you go. That's probably my that's top my pick one. for top hot dog is is the Hebrew National. They're so good. I don't like so I don't like the thi- I like the thick ones. Like any hot dog, it has to be thick. Here in my mind, in girth, my, baby. In my mind, I don't want it too thick though. Well, this, what's too thick then? Like if it's like that, that's too much. I don't know if I've had one too thick. <laughs> wow. I don't know if that hot dog is too thick. You, you prefer hot dogs with four hymns in them? Okay. <laughs> Yes, I do. You do. Um, what about like the King Dog at Arco back in the day? Yeah, it's a bit much for me now. Oh man, thing, oh, it's I'm, so very, good. I'm very specific about how I like my hot dogs, <laughs> how I prefer them. Sorry. All right, I'm at and this is beyond the nitrate, no nitrate argument. Okay, all right. I prefer them grilled. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Or broiled. Yeah. Because I like to get the little bit of crunch on the skin on the outside. Yeah. Uh, uh, but when you do that, ideally, they puff up a little bit. Mm-hmm, yeah. So if you get like a standard kind of thin hot dog oh no man and you grill it it puffs up a little bit oh no that's 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 not enough meat i need girth man i need wellness <laughs> i need that heidenreich hot dog <laughs> that's what i need man well, oh, a hot I dog look. that big is not gonna sneak up behind you <laughs> let's move on All number right. three three the new green wwe oh. title oh what a beautiful title i don't mean Green literally is in the 24-7 title. I don't mean green no. literally. Eco-friendly. Right. I mean the eco-friendly one. Yes. The, uh, what do they call it? What's the other word for that? Uh, uh, sustainable. Sustainable. Thank you. Yes. yes. Uh, Daniel Bryan debuted this on the uh, first SmackDown after the Royal Rumble um, to celebrate his successful title defense at the Royal Rumble. He threw the old WB title in the garbage can, of course. Ooh. Strap made of leather. Yeah. Plates made of metal. Right. And replaced it with a belt with a hemp strap. Mm-hmm. Uh, carved, uh, recycled wood plates. Beautiful. So the I, workmanship, the craftsmanship yes. involved in this is amazing. As a wrestling title, I couldn't get into it. As oh, a work beautiful. of art, I thought it's it was gorgeous. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Some turquoise laid in there. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. It was good stuff. It looked good. It did. It looked. It looked great. It looked great. Um, but yeah, he threw the old one the t- in the in the garbage, um, and you know f- that was kind of peak. Planet's champion Daniel Bryan at that mm, point. Yeah, yeah. Where he could basically do no wrong. Yeah. Um, he was wildly entertaining, still dropping great promos like the consumerism one he was doing. Yeah. Um, gosh, it was good stuff. Yeah, it was great. That title was, it, it was, it was, you know, I, he had given an interview not long before this where he had said that he would he was planning on changing out the title because he was talking about it and it was i think it wasn't even aired on tv it was just like on the dot com or something mm-hmm. but every it blew up everybody mm-hmm. was everybody's talking about it and uh, and he made good on his promise and uh and that title he debuted that title and uh oh boy it was it was next level whenever they let somebody do it it's not often they let them do a custom title mm-hmm. anymore but this Daniel Bryan custom green title oh, beautiful. was absolutely a work it was of art. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, and it, it put a ton of heat on him, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. anytime you, you throw away a, a, a belt 
of the lineage mm-hmm. of the WWE title. Yeah. Um, you know, you, that could be seen as dumping on the legacy of the belt, replacing it with something that, uh, you know, as a heel, is not going to be popular. No, no, not mm-hmm. at all. Mm-mm. Like throwing a hot dog on the ground. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Moving on, number two. Two. Kofi's first gauntlet match. This happened in the Bill to Elimination Chamber, February 12th. Um, by all accounts, Mustafa Ali was going to be in that I spot. Samoa Joe's nipples are so hard right there. I can't tell. I got a bad angle, a viewing angle here on your screen here. Uh, so uh, Samoa Joe's nipples. Yeah. For hymns, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I don't. I can't really speak to the ability of hymns to make your nipples extra erect. I don't know. But, I mean, you know, if that's a pleasant side effect, then even better. I know. <laughs> when I think of sexual wellness, I think of erect nipples. Like yeah, it. yeah, absolutely. absolutely. For sure. So, uh, getting back to this entry, uh, Mustafa Ali was going to be one of the participants in the Olymp- elimination chamber. should have been him. Um, uh, unfortunately, he was hurt. Uh, concussed, I believe. Um, and so, they brought in Kofi to be his replacement. And leading up to the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, like they did the previous year, they had a gauntlet match to determine who would enter the the, uh, the the chamber last. First two participants in the gauntlet match were Kofi and Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. At the time, Daniel Bryan, of course, WWE champion. Kofi uh, hadn't really had any single success, I think, till since before joining the New Day or forming yeah, the New Day. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't know if they had any idea that this match would lead to what happened at WrestleMania. I doubt it. I doubt it also, yeah. Um, but it was during his showing in this match that people kind of had a, a, a reawakening as far as the greatness of Kofi Kingston. Because mm-hmm. um, he lasted, I don't remember exactly how long, nearly an hour, mm-hmm. um, and defeated Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe... Who was the second person in? Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Defeated three people. Um, eventually was eliminated by Randy Orton. I think mainly because wasn't that one? Didn't Joe? It was that one or the next one that Joe choked him out extensively after the match, or did or was that the one where Randy Orton just rolled up in there and dropped him with an RKO really quick? I forget which one it was. There's a lot of gauntlet matches. There's a lot of stuff in. going on, but I know that like, I think the crowd was super behind Kofi, and then he might have eliminated Joe in a sort sort of surprising fashion, and mm-hmm. then Joe. Choked, choked him, him out. out afterwards. That's probably this one. And then Randy Orton came out next, and it was like, yeah, oh, yeah. crap. Yeah. You know, because Kofi and Randy have a ton of history. Right, exactly. Um, but it was just, it was like Seth's performance in the year prior. Same kind of stipulation. 
um, you know, that match served as a reminder of how awesome Seth was. It really was a kickstart for this kind of current iteration of Seth. Well, and then you have like the New Day, like the rest of the New Day, Xavier and Big E, Xavier especially, talking about how it's always been a dream of his to help Kofi mm-hmm. achieve the world championship status mm-hmm. title. And uh, and him talking about that in the background, I think it kind of just, it was one of those things where it was just the zeitgeist, man. People just started cluing yeah, yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And they started building up Kofi, started saying Kofi mania, Kofi mania. And it just it made all the sense in the world. He started talking about he's been doing this for eleven years. He had never had a singles world title opportunity before. Yeah. And uh, and and yeah, it just the crowd carried him on. Mm-hmm. He had another gauntlet match, and then we'll talk about the thing that happened after that. Well, he also had in between all that, between this and all the other gauntlet matches, a hell of a performance in the actual elimination chamber. Yes. Match. It was yeah. down to him and Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And several times he was on the verge of potentially winning that match, only for Daniel Bryan to eventually win well we've talked a lot about how the new day as a as an actual tag team um, whenever they're in a tag team formation regardless of which two are in there they you know you can see this totally with their feud with the usos they are still interested in innovating they're yes. still interested yes. in being a terrific tag team mm-hmm. in the world of wrestling and kofi especially is one of those guys who you can always see you know, I always look at him and like a guy like Cesaro, guys who are always innovating, who are always changing. Yeah. And some of that can get lost in the antics of the New Day. But this really put a spotlight on just how damn good a wrestler Kofi Kingston was. Mm-hmm. And his match with Daniel Bryan was probably wrestling wise the best match on the card. Yeah. I would think. At WrestleMania? Yeah, at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, this might be, it might be the best main roster match so far this year. Yeah. And all of his matches from this gauntlet match leading up to that leading up to the Mania match, we're all just proof positive of that mm-hmm. as well. It was mm-hmm. reminding us, man, this guy is killer in the ring, mm-hmm. and he's been overlooked for such a long period of time. Yep, yep. And that leads us to number one. One. The New Day win Kofi Mania for Kofi Kingston. Yeah, this happened uh, March 26th. Uh, so following his loss at Elimination Chamber, Kofi was kind of like, was, was saying, I just want one shot one-on-one. That's all I really want. Um, and so uh, at first he was going to have that match at Fastlane. Vince comes out and says, no, I'm going to replace you with Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Um, week after week, seemingly, Vince would put another roadblock in front of Kofi. Uh, and, and one way or the other, Kofi would overcome. Um, finally, he seemed to have exhausted all his opportunities. And then Vince says, all right, one last option. And it's not going to be on you, Kofi. It's going to be on the New Day. They're going to be in a tag team gauntlet match. And if they win that, then you get your title shot at Mania one-on-one. And uh, it was, man, the euphoria in that arena after that match ended was out of this world. It was unreal. And it had this awesome moment where the Usos came out, you know, because every time Kofi was in a match trying to earn a a shot at Mania or a one-on-one title, uh, they'd show a, a crowd of people watching the match backstage. And the Usos were always there. This goes back to after they ended their feud uh, like a year or so ago where they had the Oostrus, mm-hmm. um, you know, saying, Hey, nothing but respect. Yeah. Um, and the Usos are always back there watching Kofi's matches. So it's time for the Usos come out for this gauntlet match and they act like, all right, we're going to start the match. Now. Uh, one of them grabs the mic and this permit says we forfeit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was such an awesome moment. And it was, the thing is the moment only worked because they had earned it. Yep. Like that relationship was so special that it was totally believable. Mm-hmm. It made all the sense in the world in uh, a, a sport, a, uh, a, a 
form of, of, of fiction where everything is about fighting. Mm-hmm. And this made total and absolute sense based on their history. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those amazing moments. And here's the thing. If Vince McMahon is the act is the architect of this, how great would it be if he kept hands off of everything except for like, he gets one story. Yeah. Like he gets one killer story yeah. to work on. Yeah. And he can still show how good he can be as a storyteller yes, yes. In the world of wrestling, yeah, as opposed to you know grabbing a bunch of sheets of paper and frantically writing, essentially raw. playing mix and match with with, with yeah. characters yeah. and and little bits of words and putting it together almost like Mad Libs. Yeah, but it was it was absolutely terrific. Yeah, it was out of this world, man. It was it was some great stuff. That moment with the Usos was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then when the New Day finally defeat Daniel Bryan and Rowan mm-hmm. to get Kofi's spot, yeah, that building just blew up. Yeah, everybody went crazy. It was awesome. It was absolutely, it was absolutely spectacular. And then, of course, like we said, that match at Mania was, was absolutely next level. fantastic. Uh, Kofi celebrating with his family in the mm-hmm. new day. Mm-hmm. Just another, just, uh, just raw emotion right there. Yeah, really great stuff. Yeah. Definitely top SmackDown moment of 2019 so yeah. far. So far, is probably a till o- probably till October. Yeah, probably till. October. So when you get back, uh, blind t- taste test. Nitrate free hot dog versus non. I'm not turning down any hot dog. There you go. So I'm I'm on. I'm definitely in for that. All right, and you uh, tell me the difference. Uh, Let your taste buds. Yeah, but okay. So here's the thing, though. Are you going to bring me a nitrate free hot dog that has the girth of a Kirkland? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to. I don't know if Ballpark makes nitrate free hot dogs, but if they do, I'm going to. This is what I'm going to try to do. I make it the same brand. Okay. One nitrate free, one full of poison. <laughs> And you tell me the difference okay. if you can. All right, no, I can do it. All right, no, I can do it. All right, we'll do that on air, maybe during a, a pay per view live stream. How about right. that? Fair enough. Because Fair I enough. think that's a good challenge for you and your taste buds to see if you are in fact the hot dog connoisseur you claim to be. Oh man, I am. I'm educated, baby. All right, absolutely, can't wait. I want some girthy. I want something that's really girthy that I can really <laughs> something that you could really put in your mouth like this, huh? <laughs> exactly. Oh dear. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, thanks so much for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I 
www.thepowerofpositivity.com.